Funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? Anybody move, I'll blow your fucking head off. And the medic gets out and says, oh my god. I'm your Huckleberry. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Rolling this calls for the old Billy Barul. That's a huge bitch! The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's over, Johnny. It's over! We did lose a legend. We lost a legend in Meatloaf. I will. Uh, I will tell you that. What a voice. What a. Uh, what a character. I mean, just um, wow. Uh, figured I would play that real quick, and I am going to actually talk about Meatloaf before I talk about Lachlan Monroe, um, because just two days ago we uh, found out that Meatloaf had passed away, and um, actually a big fan. Big fan of Meatloaf, loved him in uh, <coughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show. <coughs> Excuse me, didn't take a hit or anything, got a tickle in my throat there. Loved him in Rocky Horror Picture Show, but um, I actually Smark on the Scene Stealers, he just played that scene uh, the other night, or a few mu- uh, about a month ago, month and a half ago maybe. So, you know, it's just uh, really sad to lose him, but I mean, he's done... A lot of things, television, movies, I'll tell you the truth. You might think of this guy as a singer, but he really only sang in two or three movies. Uh, Rocky Horror being one of the two or three that he ever sang in. But I'll tell you, he's done tons of TV. Actually has, (laughs) 
believe it or not, this guy's got 108 credits to his name. Uh, some of them include, uh, you know, uh, Formula 51, Fight Club. He was Bob with the big boobs. Uh, the guy with the boobs, he was in Wayne's World. He was tiny, but he's done a ton of stuff. He's done, uh, uh, he was in Glee, and he was a reporter in Glee. Uh, Tales from the Crypt, he was in a few episodes of that. Uh, Dead Man's Gun. Ghost Wars, he had done a ton of things, a ton of things. But, I mean, like I said, he's been in tons of movies, but uh, most notable probably for his two roles, number one, Formula 51, and number two for uh, Fight Club with uh, Brad Pitt and Edward Norton. Probably more of what he's known for, but um, just loved this guy's voice. And I'll tell you, my uh, when my first kid was born, Logan, my older one, my 13-year-old, I used to always play, I had a, a meatloaf CD and I would play the, you know, meatloaf songs and all that stuff. He loved it. Paradise by the Dashboard Light was actually uh, his favorite, which is why I played that song. But uh, he used to jam to that as a newborn. He would be in the back rocking and rolling around. So kind of a little, sense, you know, kind of sentimental to me also, uh, meatloaf, but uh, definitely an incredible voice, um, you know gone way too early way way too early in my opinion uh didn't really have any projects going movie wise right now uh last thing he did was that ghost wars tv series so like i said it, I, it was easy to kind of tie that in to uh you know a movie show because this is a movie show and he has done many movies and many many television shows whether it was just really quick or something like that he was always uh doing stuff like that, but I uh, did have two children, Pearl and Amanda. Pearl actually was a backup singer in the band, um, but just an incredible, it seemed like a really nice guy, and uh, what a voice, though. Loved the the opera style of his voice and the songs, and he yeah, kind of took that Freddie Mercury kind of route where Freddie Mercury was trying to give everyone sort of that rock opera when you bought an album, when you bought a queen album you got the the pretty much everything you you got a rock song you got a a funk song you got kind of a disco song you got the sports type song it was just kind of the way when you bought a queen album you got a little bit of everything but um he had that opera voice kind of like freddie mercury just a different style of voice but absolutely loved him and like i said i mean we've talked about him in uh rocky horror picture show many many times uh, over so but um definitely wanted to real quick talk about meatloaf just before i uh, started the show i figured that would be just kind of a probably the right way to do it so i wanted to uh, do that real quick and real quick i'm going to go ahead from there jump into some plugs and uh once again real quick or not once again but real quick this is hollywood hangout i am david richardson how's everybody doing on this saturday night i hope everyone's doing good and um I'm going to be talking Lachlan Monroe. Uh, if you don't know who he is, I guarantee you've seen him. He has uh, 254 credits to his name. Now, I was going to do this show on YouTube. Too many pictures, too much, and it's just, it was just too much. So I just, <laughs> I'll tell you the truth, I kind of gave up. Next week I'll do it, uh, whatever, which, whatever I'm going to be doing on YouTube, I'll think i actually have it on my phone next week actually i'm probably going to actually do the royal rumble um i'm going to watch that live on the uh, dirt sheet dudes so i'm i'll either do this show friday night or sunday night or maybe i'll record one thursday one way or another i will get a show at least posted um one way or the other i'll get this done so have no fear folks i will make sure that is done but tonight we're going to stick with an audio version of the show, and that is what we are about to kick off right now. Once again, I'm going to be talking Lachlan Monroe. Uh, you've seen this guy, Night at the Roxbury, Dead Man on Campus. Uh, I could keep going and going you know, in White Chicks. Uh, you've seen him in I mean, 21 Jump Street, the TV series back in the 80s. This guy has been doing things and still has a ton of stuff right now in pre production, completed, coming out. He's not stopping. Uh, he's right now in the Peacemaker TV series, so you have seen him before. He was in Riverdale from 2017. to I mean, he was in 39 episodes of Riverdale. You have seen this guy, I guarantee it. Um, 
and we'll be talking about him. He was even an Unforgiven, uh, but uh, we're going to get talking about him uh, in just a second here. I'm going to go ahead and knock out a few plugs real quick, and uh, then we'll go ahead and get rolling with a little bit of Lachlan Monroe. Not going to be very long. There is not a lot on his early life. Kept it very quiet. So do that. I've got a few clips we can play as we talk about a few movies. And uh, we'll make this short, sweet, and uh, easy. Sounds like a plan. That means I want you guys, of course, I want you guys to be listening. I want you to check out the high marks. That's right. It's Cheese Man. It's Mojo. It's G Wiz. You can check him out at Mixler.com slash Metal Network. Two T's in Mitt. You can also check him out on YouTube under the Metal Mitt channel right over there. So definitely check out those guys live Sunday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Once again, Mixler.com slash Metal Mitt Network. Uh, Bobby Anthem, Bobby Blades, check out The Inhumans there on The Inhuman Experience. Look them up on any podcast platform that you get your podcast. You can find The Inhuman Experience. Check them out right there. And, of course, don't forget to check out Eric, Doug, Daniel, the Everything Unscripted podcast. Uh, They are on the uh, Everything Unscripted network over there on Blog Talk Radio, so go ahead and check them out over there. And you can get them on all the usual podcast networks. And Steve Milan sharing the show. He is also reviewing movies all the time over there on letterboxbox.com slash Stephen Milan. Two L's in Milan. And don't forget, Wednesday nights, you can check out right here, mixler.com slash dirt sheet dudes. You can check out me and Smart over there. We'll be talking, obviously, Beach Break this week. And uh, probably giving Royal Rumble predictions since we're going to be here. Maybe do them Saturday before the show. We'll figure out how time goes. But uh, there you go. Those are some plugs right there. And you know what? Real quick, next uh, the week, next week, one day, I will be doing, give me one second, I will be talking, oh, Roadhouse is on my schedule for next week. I'll be talking Roadhouse. I got some good stories about Roadhouse, and uh, we'll go ahead and be talking about that next week. So there you go. Prepare for Roadhouse I think I can figure out a way to do that one on YouTube. I definitely think I can, so I will get that done, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get that rolling. So once once again next week, I'll figure that one out. If I don't do it Saturday, I'll do one Friday, and maybe I'll do one one way or another. I will get a show done for Hollywood Hangout next week, but I will be doing Royal Rumble Saturday Night Live, not the TV show Saturday Night Live. You know what I mean, everybody. So anyway. Like I said, we're going to be talking a little bit of Lachlan Monroe. Um, his real name, Richard Laughlin Monroe. Laughlin, more is the name, L-A-U-G-H-L-A-I-N. Uh, actually Canadian-born. You know, kind of like, you know, Jim Carrey, John Candy. I seem to be doing a lot. seem to kind of have a thing with Canadian actors right now. But uh, he's been married since 1997 to a woman named Sharon. They have two children. Uh, Magdalene. And Hudson, nice, really, that would be nice, Magdalene, it's an interesting name. Hudson, I really like that name, Hudson, actually, that's a very nice name. Uh, he's got a gold medal in water skiing. He also wanted to be a hockey player in his early days. Uh, Canadians always want to kind of do that. But um, he was also a, he's also a musician. But he had a serious injury that kind of ended his hockey dreams, kind of like my cousin I had. Same thing happened to him. He had a shoulder injury that you know caused him not to be able to play for the Bruins. Um, so he started doing some acting. And he was uh, playing music in various clubs around British Columbia, where he was born. And he studied drama. And then just kind of... Uh, done a bunch of stage work and then started just working in TV. He just kind of got lucky and started doing, like I said, 21 Jump Street, Wise Guy from 1987 and a bunch of other things. But uh, started getting lucky early 90s is when he really started getting some good roles. Um, again, he's done 252 roles. I'm not going to get into all of them. I will get into a few of his more notable roles that we've seen him in, but I'm, I I can't go through 254. We'd be here till tomorrow, and I just don't have that much time on Mixler. So, but 1992, we started in Unforgiven, and then in the late 90s, he started being more known for a comedy guy. He did Dead Man on Campus, Night at the Roxbury, Scary Movie. We talked about him also in Scary Movie when me and Anthony did that movie a while back. Now, Lachlan definitely... Um, 
you know, he, 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 like I said, you've seen this guy many, many times. Uh, you just don't realize it, but you definitely, definitely have. Um, he's pretty much one of the good friends of Sean and Marlon Wayans. That's why he's in all the, you know, white chicks and scary movie and all those movies with the Wayans brothers. But uh, like I said, it was honestly very tough to find anything on his like younger life or anything like that. He's really kept it quiet. Uh, this is really all I could find is what I found on pretty much IMDb. Wiki has even less information than this. But like I said, with um, 254 movie roles, I didn't think it would be very tough to talk about this guy for a good while. Um, I think he deserves a show. I really do. I feel like this guy deserves a show. After 254 credits, you want to talk about acting your ass off. Jesus, I, I think this is the most credits I have ever talked about any actor doing. I, you know, I believe we've gotten to 180 with a couple of people, but... This, I mean, even Robert Lestardo didn't have this many credits to his name. He had a, a, a lot, but not like 254. That's ridiculous. Um, so, but uh, I guess we can go ahead and get into it. Like I said, I'm not going to get into every little thing he did. But um, he did start off on a little TV series in 1989 called Danger Bay. Uh, did one little episode of that. And then, like I said, he was a uh, wise guy. He played a character. Uh, he was in two episodes. He played a character named Bobby. And that was a, a pretty famous TV series, Wise Guy was, um, for, throughout for a while. And then in 1990, he was also in a movie called Cadence. Uh, this was, I believe Matthew Broderick was in this movie. Give me one sec. I'll double check. But I believe it was a Charlie Sheen. and Okay, Charlie Sheen was in this movie, and I think. Martin Sheen, it was not Matthew Broderick. It was the kid. <laughs> I know who it is, but it wasn't. Uh, that wasn't him I was thinking of. It was uh, Lawrence Fishburne is in this movie. It is a very good movie, though. Cadence, um, Charlie Sheen plays a, imagine that, he plays a piece of shit who does shit he's not supposed to in the military. But uh, it is a very good movie. And then jumped uh, from Cadence into, once again, like I had said, 21 Jump Street. Uh and it looks like he, you know, he, he that was pretty good for him. Um, and that was, like I said, the 90s. And then starting in 1991, like I said, this guy has done so many things. But uh, 1990, he did a couple more little TV things. And then in 1991, he started doing a few more TV things. And then he got into this uh, Unforgiven. He was in the Clint Eastwood movie. Unforgiven. He was Texas Slim. Didn't have a huge part in the movie. I do remember this movie. Uh, long movie. Two-hour, ten-minute movie. But uh, this was another good movie with Clint Eastwood, Gene Hackman, Morgan Freeman. Just a really great movie. But um, he got a role in this movie, which I mean, anything with Clint Eastwood is pretty damn good. Uh, <laughs> so not bad right there. But before that, he also was in a Canadian television series called Northwood also. So, you know, always just kind of doing things everywhere, getting, getting roles that, uh, this guy worked his ass off. I'm really not going to lie. Uh, like I said, 254 credits is ridiculous. So. But we'll keep going here. Like I said, Unforgiven, 1992 is when it was. Um, and then a couple years later, like I said, I'm not going to get into everything he did, but I do want to get into as much as I can. A um, lot of TV series, though. So, I, there, there, you know, and if you look, he did a lot of movies that were translated into TV series. If you go through his IMDb, Highlander, the TV series, Cobra, the TV series, uh, Dead Zone, the TV series, um, a lot of TV, you know, a TV series that were derived from movies, he, uh, he kind of was in for some reason, but if you just go through it, there's a lot of them, a lot of them, uh, Beauty and the Beast TV series, so <laughs> it's just kind of how, how his career went, he did a lot of, uh, TV series based off of movies or older things, you know, older movies. 
you know, I think he was even in, uh, let me see here, True Justice, the Transporter TV series. All right, see what I mean? See the pattern I'm going with here, people? This is kind of what he did, Castle TV series. That was always a TV series. But uh, it was just kind of what he did, just kind of what he did. So pretty cool stuff with him, though. He's done so much, so much stuff. So let's get back into this one more time. Um, Let me roll down here a little bit. Sorry, I lost my place here. Uh, Like I said, he was in Wagons East also, a movie I did talk about with uh, Richard Lewis and John Candy. So he did a had a small part in Wagons East. It wasn't a very big part at all, but he did have a small part in that. So then he, uh, around 1995, he was in uh, JAG, the TV series. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that right there. Um, if anyone watched that, I watched a few episodes of it. It wasn't, honestly, wasn't really my kind of show. It was kind of NCIS before NCIS. Like, I think that show is still running. Um, and then here in June 1997, a couple years after he got the TV show, he's married his wife, Shannon, or I'm sorry, Sharon. Uh, and then the year after that, we saw him in Dead Man on Campus. He played Cliff. He played this crazy, drunken maniac. Uh, actually, you know what? I've got that scene right here. Uh, he played this crazy, drunken maniac named Cliff. And uh, it's actually a four-minute scene. I don't know if I'll play it all, but I'll play some of it right here real quick. And uh, let's go ahead and let me get this scene real quick. I actually have my glasses on because my, my I'm really getting, it's really starting to get bad. But here we go. I just uh, came here to talk to you. Ah. I'm sick of the goddamn whiners at this school. Sit. And my God, I'm living in a frat house. And these fuckers want to kick me out for not observing quiet hours? Well, they can just suck my quiet cock! You know, Cliff, uh, we like to party. I mean, we party all the time, right, Josh? Yeah, yeah, we party hard. Really? I got some beers. Let's drink them, huh? <laughs> hey. That one's not beer. <laughs> Kick me in the junk. Come on, man. Kick me in the junk. God damn. That's a rush. Oh, my name is Cliff, brother of Joe. I got me some crack. I want me some hoes. Let me hear you say yeah. Yeah. Let me hear you say yeah. Yeah. Let me hear you say yeah. I just remembered I got to be somewhere. Uh, sit down, Josh. The- now, did you say that they're trying to kick... All right, that's all we need to play of that. But that was uh, a little bit of Lachlan Monroe. Like I said, he played a crazy maniac in this movie. But uh, it was a really good movie, this movie, actually. It was uh, Tom Everett Scott, Mark Paul Gossler, who was uh, John Clark in NYPD Blue. <clears throat> Throwing that one out there. Poppy Montgomery was in this. If you've never seen uh, Cold Case, she was on that television show. Very, very, very good actor. But this is a really good, funny movie. This guy... Guy is actually trying, if your roommate dies, you get an A. And they're trying to kill their roommate. And the motherfucker, it's Lachlan, and he will not fucking die. No matter what they do to this guy, he just won't fucking die. So (laughs) pretty much most of the movie is uh, them trying to kill him. So, but that's really all we needed to play that part right there. I'm going to go ahead and stop it right now. But uh, that's really all we needed to do right there. So get that out of the way. Now, also, 98 was not a, it was a pretty good year for him. Uh, he did a lot of things right there. He also, that was also the year he was in A Night at the Roxbury, which honestly is where I thought of doing this show right here was when I saw him in Night at the Roxbury. I saw Lachlan. I'm like, my God, I got to do a show on that guy. And here we are. Uh, we're doing a show on this uh, 55-year-old gentleman right here, Lachlan Monroe. Um, and I've got a couple clips from uh, A Night at the Roxbury right here. So I'll go ahead and play. I think I have one, maybe two. I have two clips from Night at the Roxbury. And uh, we'll go ahead and start this one right here. And I believe this is where he's actually, Lachlan is talking to him. He's a personal trainer in that movie. Uh, Doug 
I believe is no, his name isn't Doug in that movie. I'll get what his name is. Give me a second. Can the rest of us use the mirror? That's great. Thanks nice for that. <coughs> Who's got an attitude hey, here? Gentlemen! Great! Looking large. Hey, you want the rest of my power bar? No, I got a nitro bar. How about an energy bar? No, I got a muscle triplicator bar. Okay. It will supplement the side. Let me ask you something. How long we've been friends? All seven years of high school. Yeah, at least. That's why I gotta be real with you right now, and I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Look, as a professional trainer, guys, I'm a little worried about your triceps. You guys aren't going all the way down. It's called full extension, and I'm not seeing it. Craig, you're right. We actually had a long talk about that. The Craig, there it is. Long talk. I just don't want you guys to cheat yourselves. I mean, I'm sorry to come down to you like this, but in a weird way, it's my job. Hey, <laughs> that's why we love you and we hate you. Still friends? You know it. Well, I'm glad we had this talk. Guns! There you go. Like I said, he's really known for being able to play that uh, dramatic character. Like I mean, like I was saying, we see him as a comedy guy a lot right here. But a lot of the movies I mentioned, Unforgiven, um, and a lot of the TV series he's in, he plays a dramatic character. Uh, he's in a lot of TV dramas, he, you know, Law and Order, and stuff like that. He's been in a few shows like that, um, and it's just kind of he's known for being able to go do that comedy character, but also be able to play that drama dramatic character so here is another one right here he's out at the club he's with uh chris Kattan and a little bit of a visual but pretty much a funny scene so i'm going to go ahead and play it real quick if i'm not mistaken this place has got it going on ha, i owe you big time for inviting me <laughs> who wants to dance huh huh Call this one the sprinkler. <laughs> Woo! Hey, think it'd be okay to wear this outfit to your brother's wedding? What? Your brother's wedding, man. What are you gonna wear? Oh, my God. Man, you got a hand for Steve, huh? That Emily is the perfect woman. Got strong legs, tight stomach, a positive mental attitude. Oh, a woman like that can really keep you on track. Shut up! Annie. Yeah. Doug, and just because you and your brother are having problems, that's no reason to refer to my intellectual capacity in a diminutive manner. <laughs> I'm sorry, Craig. It's just... Can we not talk about my brother for a second? 10-4. Boundary set. Thank you. Wow! Ooh, I am having a hell of a time! Woo! All right, so there you go. A little more him at night at the Roxbury there. Um, really, that's a another funny movie right there. You got Will Ferrell, Chris Kattan uh, in that movie, and a, a pretty much a cast of a bummy. I mean, Lonnie Anderson, um, Dina Hadea, who I mean, that's this guy. That's another guy who's got a huge, huge amount of movies. Um, Jennifer Coolidge is in this movie, but it's really, really, really good movie. Um, it's a funny movie, of course. It's a uh, based on two characters from Saturday Night Live, so it's a Lorne Michaels film. Even Richard Grieco pops up in it. So, one there to check out now. Also, since we're kind of sticking in that same year of 1998, did a couple episodes of Charmed um, in that year. I actually did seven episodes of Charmed. He played a character named Jack Sheridan and Jeff Sheridan. Both. I don't know if they were twins or what. My wife would know. She That's where she recognized them from. She's like, oh, he was in Charmed. I'm like, I have no fucking clue. I've never watched that show. So, But he was in Charmed. Uh, obviously, that was a Aaron Spelling produced TV show. He had Shannon Doherty in that show for a while. Alyssa Milano was in that show. Um and a bunch of others. Uh, Holly Mary Combs was in that show, but uh, Rose McGowan at sometimes was in that show. Show took on a bunch of different, different kind of incarnations. And my wife said honestly, after Shannon Doherty left, the show got shitty. But we all know Shannon Doherty was kind of a shitty person herself, so <laughs> that might be why it didn't work out like that. So, um, 
But anyway, we're going to jump up a little bit. Uh, that was between 1999 and 2000. He was in a few of those. So he jumped into Scary Movie after that, which once again, we have talked about him uh, in that movie. Um, that was obviously another Wayans, uh, kind of a Wayans film. Keaton Ever Wayans directed that movie. And we said he was a good friend of theirs, obviously. Uh, this was Anna Ferris was in this movie. Marlon Wayans. Uh, Carmen Electra had a quick part in this movie. Many people, but we have reviewed this one before, so don't really need to get too far into that one right there. But, um, you know, we keep going a little bit, though. And uh, after after Scary Movie, it was in a movie called Duets. Now, I believe Duets is a film starring, yeah, Huey Lewis and Gwyneth Paltrow and Paul Giamatti. Uh, it's all about karaoke, and I guess he plays some hustling karaoke guy in that movie. <laughs> Another movie, I'm sorry, I haven't seen Duets at all. I completely apologize for that. But um, also got a role in a movie called Camouflage. Uh, the next year in 2001, did some stuff in Monk, that TV show that was there. It was a USA TV show, I believe. Um, 2003, a movie called the A Guy Thing he was in. And then we move up again to 2003. Like I said, I'm skipping around a little bit here. But uh, in 2003, he also was in the Dead Zone television series. He did one episode, but he was Deputy Scott Stubbs in Freddy versus Jason. Uh, obviously, uh, that was a pretty big thing going on back then. And I believe I've got a little bit of him talking about that. Not, I guess not. I thought I had that clip. I guess I didn't uh, grab it. I could grab it real quick off of YouTube if you guys want to give me one second here. I go here, I go to YouTube. And uh, he did have a clip of him talking about Freddy vs. Jason. It was a quick uh, clip. I thought I grabbed it today, but I obviously did not. So if you give me one second, I will grab it. It will not take long at all. Uh, it should pop right up here. And my daughter is crying for some reason. I don't know why. Let's see, though. Let's get this popped up real quick. Lachlan Monroe. And it was right down here, the Freddy vs. Jason. Scroll down here, scroll down here, scroll down here, scroll down here. Uh, here it is right here. It's only in one minute, five seconds. Let me make sure there is no ad before it. There is. All right, that's on mute. And give me a second. I will go ahead and play this clip for you right Right now. You know, I don't really, I mean, you know, they have me fall down and then someone jumps in, you know, I, uh, yeah, they don't let you do much more than that unless you're, you know, like if I was, if I was to really sort of, uh, be the action lead of a movie, I'm sure they would let me do more. I mean, I'm, I, I grew up very physical and playing sports, so I, I have no problem with it, but, you know, for, for the most part in this type of movie, uh, you know, I kind of do this and then someone jumps in, you know? Yeah, but. Um, I think the unknown. I'm really, you know, movies about um, the afterlife are weird to me because you just never know. You know, I'm not really too scared. You know, serial killing and stuff like that doesn't scare me too much. I don't know why. But um, movies like um, The Seventh Sign, was that the one with Demi Moore? And and uh, what was the other one with uh, uh, Patricia Arquette where she always getting on the slashes of the... You know, remember that? That type of stuff freaks me out because you just never know. Like Omen, the Omen, how scary was that? <laughs> that was scary, yeah. So that's what scares me. All right. Sorry about the uh, mono audio there. It looks like that was going to be that's going to be all the way in your left speaker there because that was all in my left ear. So I apologize for that. But uh, a little bit on Freddy vs. Jason there. Um, I'll tell you, I don't think I have ever seen the Freddy vs. Jason movie. I'm again. I'm just not that huge, you know, horror fan. So I apologize for that. But uh, you know, never really saw Freddy vs. Jason. Just didn't do it. Haven't seen him. Maybe one day I'll get around to doing it. Uh, also, so that was 2003. So let's go back a little bit. Um, CSI was in a show he jumped on. You know, obviously that uh, a ton of people on that show. White Chicks, though, was another movie that he was in. 
after doing NCIS also in 2003. White Chicks was in 2004. Um, he was an agent in that movie. I think I might have something from White Chicks. I do. This is another minute clip, and uh, this should be, hopefully this is in both speakers. Let's find out. Gomez, what the hell are we looking for? I don't know. Something just ain't right about these girls. I'm gonna check the bathroom. Find anything? He's sniffing uh, no. panties. Not, not yet. You're not gonna believe what I... What the hell are you doing? <laughs> sniffing chicks' underwear, man. <laughs> it's... It's what? <laughs> the guys, aren't they? Wow, you really are disgusting. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. I've never actually watched that movie either. I can't tell you why. There's no real reason. No real reason at all. Um, and, you know, I actually missed a clip from Scary Movie. So why don't we go ahead before we get too far. I'll just play that clip. And then after we're all done with all this, we're only in 2005. we got a little bit longer to go. Like I said, this is going to be a nice, quick, simple, short show. But uh, he does deserve at least a show, and I think he deserves at least 45 minutes. So let's keep rolling here. Uh, scary Movie, before we get too far, here we go. All right, let's get him in the water. I don't think I can, Greg. It's not too late. Shut up, okay? Christ already, I'll do it. Come on, let's get him in the water. Okay? One, two, three. Right now, we make a pact. We take this to our grave, agreed? Agreed. Agreed! agreed. Say it, Cindy. Say it! We take this to our grave. Say Choking it. Her. We take this to our grave. Say it. Come on, you're hurting. Great. Take this to our grave. Wow. And we never mention this again. Mention what? The guy we just killed. Well, you just mentioned it, Greg. Starting now. Just <laughs> bitch, man. It's gonna be okay. All right, there we go. There we go. Now, all right, so we finished up with that. Now, I'm going to get into 2005 because this was a... <laughs> you want to talk about a big year for Lachlan Monroe. This actually was a very big year for Lachlan Monroe. Uh, he was in so many things in 2005. You ready? Andromeda, movie called Dirty Love. Las Vegas, television series. I like that show. CSI Miami, Without a Trace, NCIS, Eyes, Weeds, the television series he was in one episode, Chasing Ghosts, Complete Guide to Guys, his name was Roger, and then he finished up with a little stint on CSI New York. That was his 2005. Um, his 2006 wasn't much far off, but in 2005, that was, a like I said, a huge year for him right there. And like I said, he did the TV show Supernatural. Uh, 2006, another huge year for him, though. Like I said, it was very, 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 <laughs> very big. Uh, he did Smallville, um, Daddy Day Camp. He was in uh, many, many other things in 2005. The Benchwarmers, uh, if you ever saw that movie, he was the host on a little TV show. Uh, it was pretty funny. Um, but so many things. 2007... Uh, he kind of slowed down a little bit. Maybe he was taking a little time. I don't know. But uh, did Daddy Day Camp uh, is when that movie came out in 2007. Now, he was also in something called, uh, this is actually in 2008. Uh, he did this little thing called, um, first he was in something, a TV movie called Riddles of the Sphinx. But he was also in The Art of War 2, uh, Betrayal. Actually, you can find that right now on Netflix. And he played a call character named Garrett on that but 2008 was a pretty decent year for him but uh that's probably the one of the main things he did right there was the art of war and riddles of the sphinx which was like I said was a tv movie he did um then we're gonna move up a little bit we'll move up a little bit in 2009 he only did a couple of 
no, not a couple, five or six things, nothing really huge um, that we really need to get into, to be honest with you. 2010, uh, he was on The Mentalist, um, a few different things. Tell you the truth, just whatever, looks like whatever part this guy can get, he gets. Uh, 2010, Chris, he started doing a few Christmas movies. My wife also noticed him from Christmas movies. She loves Christmas movies. So he was in a movie called Christmas Mail. Uh, then in 2011, now this is a movie I've seen. This uh, True Justice. This is a Steven Seagal movie. And uh, he ended up just getting a part in that. It was a quick part, but he was in it. Um, pretty, pretty good movie. Not bad. True Justice. That was a little 2011 movie he did. Uh, he was in Gone, the TV movie, uh, many, many, many TV movies, like I had said. Um, 2012, he did Psych TV series, and uh, actually, True Justice was more of a, it, what, he was in a TV show, excuse me, 12 episodes of this TV show. I don't know why they messed up this picture here, but it was a television show. Um, Give me one second here, and this will pop up right now. I'm trying to remember who was in this, but he was in 12 episodes of uh, of this television show. And this was a Steven Seagal. He had a TV show? It was on the same station he had. The television show, he was a cop. It was on reels. I got to find this. Oh, my God, do I have to find this? It's a Steven Seagal TV television show. I'll be damned. I need to find this. This th- th- this must be found, and it will be. I promise you I will find this. Uh, pff, Jesus, it lasted two years, this show. So, not bad. Uh, we'll move up a little bit, though. We'll go a little bit up ahead here. We'll go into 2011. He also did In the Name of Kings 2, Two Worlds. My wife noticed him from that. That was a Dolph Lundgren film. Um, And then 2012, he did Dom... Don Ryder, he was in that. But, of course, he had so many things he did. 2012 was another pretty big year for him. Uh, did a bunch of stuff there. Burn Notice, Hawaii Five-0, the TV series. Um, you know, uh, Burn Notice is another good one. It's a very good show. I haven't gotten into it all completely, but definitely need to check that one out right there. Um, he also did Longmere in 2012. That was a pretty big show. On that, he was in the uh, the Western. Um, that was a Western that was out. I didn't see a lot of that, but he was in Longmere for two episodes in, in uh, 2012, 2013. Uh, did Arrow in 2012 also, 2013. Um, did that show Arrow. I'm sure you guys have all heard of Arrow. Was that that Stephen Mell series? Obviously, wrestling fans, we know who Stephen Mell is. Um, when Calls the Heart. Canadian Hallmark movie kind of is what that was right there and he was in that that was around the 2014 uh, area right there and then he kind of started getting into a few more things 2014 he also did a movie called My Mother's Future Husband Uh, he did When Sparks Fly and Merry Xmas there you go another Christmas movie my wife knew him from uh 2015, he rolls up. He's doing a movie called Blackaway. And again, this guy just, even in 2015, he has a ton of roles. Badge of Honor, Tomorrowland, Rizzoli and Isles. He did one episode of that. Beauty and the Beast TV series. Blackburn Asylum, Driven Underground. He was a, uh, this was a TV movie. 51 Dawns, Blackaway, 12 Rounds 3. That was the movie John Cena started, the first series in 12 Rounds. This was, he was in the third one. Um, Asteroid, Final Impact, Ties That Bind, TV series, Death Valley, Unspoken, Awkward, Bones, The Christmas... No- I'm not even done with 2015, everybody. Just just see how much this guy fucking works. Um, I mean, we go into 2016, we got Chicago Med, Lucifer, I mean, 10 other ones right there, all the way up to Supernatural, um, where he was on. But like I said, Lucifer... Um, but definitely fell into doing a few Christmas movies. Even in 2016, we're rolling into the Mistletoe Promise, A Snow-Capped Christmas. 
those are probably very lucrative movies. I gotta tell you, because boy, any woman who watches all those, you know, TV shows and all those, you know, Hallmark. My wife loves those movies during Christmas. She will start watching them Thanksgiving Day is when she starts watching those movies. So uh, she really gets into all those movies he does. But uh, like I said, this guy been in a lot of TV dramas, major crimes. Uh, the Wrong Babysitter was another TV movie he did. He was a detective in that movie. Um, that was a 2017 movie called Seal Team, which I need to check this out. Uh, he was also in... Uh, I haven't seen that, but I do need to check that movie out. And he was also in The Predator in 2018. So, you know, going all through there. Um, that was a pretty good movie. I was kind of one of those... Uh, Funny, I actually watched Predator 1 and Predator 2 last night. Um, we've got a million little things that he was in also in 2018. Another Christmas movie. A Stone Cold Christmas. I don't know if that was a movie with Stone Cold or not. Let's see. Who's in A Stone Cold Christmas? Can you believe this? They have a movie called A Stone Cold Christmas. And you know who's not in it? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not at all. Not in it anywhere. Unbelievable. How can that be? But anyway, that was one of the movies. And he was in Breaking uh, Benchwarmers 2, Breaking Balls. Um, another one there, Chokehold. Another movie, uh, 2019, The Murders. And then in 2019, he did a movie called Dead Talk also, which was another television movie. But the SEAL Team TV series, I need to check out. I haven't seen that. It was only a one-season show, it looks like. Let me see, SEAL Team from 2019 it was uh, uh 2017 it says it's still going to cbs show definitely need to get that checked out catch up on that i have a way to do that um but i mean we go into just 2020 and the schedule just keeps going for this guy he's been done a ton of things even in then he's a sniper's assassin um, dead voices, and then right into 2021, this guy is still going, like I said, 2017 to 2021, he's been doing that show Riverdale. Um, and I've got a little bit on Riverdale right here. So let me go ahead and get that loaded up and play that for you real quick. It's just a quick little clip. He kind of talks about the character he plays, Hal Cooper, and kind of talks about where the character is going. Riverdale, the official convention, is going down this weekend, so fans, listen up. Yeah, you can meet the cast of the hit CW show at the Westin O'Hare in Rosemont. Joining us now from the show to tell us more about the convention is Lachlan Monroe, who plays Hal Cooper. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Yeah, so let's talk about Riverdale, because it kind of has like this cult following. Did you ever expect it to be like this? Well, you know, I remember when we did the, uh, the first table read, for the pilot and um i i just felt like the kids were so strong and so good and with the backdrop of of the archie comics that that we definitely had a chance to have something special all right this this guy is literally in his car doing this he's sitting in his car just doing this interview just Friggin' awesome. Go ahead. You play Hal Cooper, Betty Cooper's dad, and you are not the nice guy of the show. So what's it like playing the villain, and who's your inspiration as a villain? Well, villains are always fun to play because it's uh, not everything you get to do in everyday life. You know, especially that character, because I, I really had a big twist, and I had to, to sort of, on a dime, become a whole different guy. So... I guess I channeled, uh, you know, I, I would say that I definitely was inspired by uh, The Silence of the Lambs. We definitely portrayed this Clarice Starling, Hannibal Lecter relationship between Hal and Betty. So it was uh, it was fun to, to do those uh, to do those scenes. I really enjoyed the, the uh, prison scenes with Lily. We're, there we go. So let's actually talk a little bit more about this character. Um, when we leave off with your character, he's in search of Betty. So what can you tell us about what happens next? You know how how escapes out of prison and um, and has an encounter with the core four. Yes, so I'll leave it at that. How's that? All right, all right, we'll take it. Um, you right. know, obviously, so many of us were so heartbroken when Luke Perry passed away. I know everyone on the set was close. What were some of your favorite memories of working with Luke? My memories of Luke aren't really with working with him because 
my characters never ever really coincided with him too much but i've known luke since we were 23 years old because i uh jason Priestley was a good friend of mine who we started out in the business in vancouver and i used to always go and visit those guys out on uh, the 90210 set so i've actually known luke uh, for a long time and uh yeah it was heartbreaking because he's uh, he was just such a genuine open warm human being and uh just a salt of the earth type of guy. And he, he left the planet too quickly. And I just feel so bad for his kids. And, and uh, yeah, the world lost a really good person. Then. Thanks so much for sharing about that. Um, to segue just a little bit. we. All right. Uh, don't need any more of that. But uh, that was pretty cool. I didn't even realize in that interview, we talked a little bit about uh, Luke Perry, who I didn't, I uh, completely forgot. He was actually right in the middle of that show when uh, when he passed away. So... This is another show, though, that I've heard was very good. I kind of need to check this one out, too. I have a bad habit of not watching TV shows until they're finished, and then I binge-watch the living hell out of them. Um, So that's probably what I'll end up doing. I believe this show is still going, been going since 2017. Um, So probably another show I need to check out. Uh, Looks like good, you know, they're kind of, it's a, just all the kind of things I like in a show. There's Archies and gangs and mysteries. I love gangs. I love mysteries. I love all this shit that's in this movie so or TV show. Probably need to definitely check this one out. Um, Another show that uh, he's also in is the Peacemaker TV series, which I guess is, I think that show started this year. And he, this is a, a show created by James Gunn, uh, I don't even like talking about this guy. Um, but anyway, I'll just shut the fuck up. Um, don't know if I'll check that show out just because of that. But uh, this is John Cena TV show. We know John Cena is in this TV show. He, uh, This guy plays uh, Detective Larry Fitzgibbon. So I believe this show just started like last week. Maybe even, maybe even this week. But he is in, uh, right now, seven episodes. I don't know how many more he'll be in. But uh, let's, I mean, even just in 2022, though, this guy has one, two, three, four, five, six, just he has seven things either completed or in pre, uh, post or pre-production. He has, uh, I'll give you guys a little teaser of what's coming up here. We've got uh, something called The Wild Guys. The Wild Guys he plays. It's, um, he's playing a character in there named... Randall, and this uh, just says four men are lost in the uh, B.C. wilderness. This is British Columbia. This is a a Canadian movie, obviously, that he's going to be in. I don't know if it came out yet. It doesn't say it has. So, but uh, he's second on there, so definitely probably plays a big part as Randall. Um, Got a thing called When Time Got Louder. Uh, which says departing for college, Abby, who is, uh, let's see, Abby is played by Willow Shields. Abby leaves her parents and brother who has autism and is nonverbal, and she explores her independence and sexuality. She's torn between her new life and her love for her brother. Uh, I think Lachlan might play her brother. There's a couple more Petersons in here. I'm not quite sure. He might even be one of the brothers. I don't know. But uh, that is another show he's in that is in um, completed. The other one that's completed, he has two more that are completed, something called Roads to uh, Athrilia. Uh, forgive me for butchering that name. I'm not doing it purposely. I-T-H-R-I-Y-A-H. Ithria. I'm going to go with Ithria. Uh, Middle Eastern militant. Wakes up in the Syrian desert, the lone survivor of an IED explosion. Badly confused and out of supplies, he must reach an outpost soon, but he can't remember which faction of war he was fighting for, so he doesn't know which side he's on. Um, Wow. That definitely sounds like my kind of movie right there. Uh, I'll be checking that one out when it comes up. And the last one he has that he's playing a character named Paul Kingsley is something called Dweller, also completed. So that should be coming out anytime soon. Paul Kingsley. Uh, wow, looks like a lead role here. This looks like a lead role. Paul Kingsley is forced to face his past when his daughter Claire returns home and is hunted 
along with her friends by an unknown killer. And he 100% has the lead role in this movie as Paul Kingsley. So uh, this is pretty good for him. I mean, I've been acting since 1989, so looks like he's finally getting a lead role. So definitely good luck to him. This is um, pretty good. Pretty good right there. That sounds like a nice little thriller. Definitely. He's got two in post-production, one called Margo, that is spelled M-A-R-G-A-U-X. Obviously kind of the French-Canadian spelling of how it would go. Uh, this has a group of, once again, first uh, first up on IMDb. He plays the, uh, he's going to be the uh, lead role, looks like, in this movie also. Group of college friends rent a house for the, for a weekend of partying. Later, they realize that Margo, the house's super advanced AI system, has sinister designs for them. So that sounds pretty cool. Invasions, the other post-production, and then I've only got one more movie after this, and we'll wrap this bad boy up. Uh, Invasions. It uh, doesn't even say what character he plays, but uh, he is in this one right here. A feature-length psychological drama about a pregnant cannery worker who, after discovering what she believes to be an invasive insect in a peach must convince her community that the danger it possesses is real. I don't know if that one's... uh... Let's just go to Residue, where he's going to play. This is in pre-production called Bane's Harlow. That other movie just doesn't sound good. What are you going to do? A firebombing of a black church in Brooklyn that was once a synagogue sets off a chain reaction of an international intrigue and bloody violence. This actually sounds like a very good movie, too. Actually sounds like a very good movie right up my alley. Uh, a drama um, in, in Brooklyn. I mean, come on, New York drama. This is right up my alley. I'm definitely going to uh, be keeping an eye out for this movie with him in it. But um, that's really it. Uh, like I said, this guy's got so many things. Has worked his ass off, can do the comedy roles. Obviously talked about him in Scary Movie, Dead Man on Campus. Funny movies like that. But when it comes down to it, he's getting a lot more serious roles. He's getting these, you know, Riverdale, Peacemaker, all these movies I just talked about. None of those were comedy roles at all. Maybe one of them was actually the uh, Wild Guys, probably going to be a comedy role. But he is definitely a versatile actor. And uh, like I said, I kind of really felt like he deserved um, a show on his own. Uh, Just seeing him in so many things. And he pops up on television shows everywhere, and he's popping up on TV movies everywhere. And obviously, like I said, he's got a pattern of doing a lot of other things. But uh, I have a couple more quick clips we can get to. Um, actually, I just got one more clip gets you. And he's obviously a big Star Wars fan. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and hit this. It's a minute clip. And then we'll wrap up after that. It's just him talking about Star Wars a little bit while he's on a set. And he tells what set he's on. Here we go. Hi, everyone. My name is Lachlan Monroe. I'm on the set of School of Fish, our new project, which is going to rock. Hopefully you uh, you all check it out when it comes out. Um, <laughs> Chewy! That was my friend Alex Ponovic. My fondest memory of Star Wars um, would be uh, the first time I saw it and sort of remember staring at Chewbacca and thinking to myself, what would it be like to be that hairy? Han Solo, I'm Captain of the Millennium Falcon. Chewie here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system. So as I pondered that, um, my focus shifted to Han Solo and I decided that, you know what? To hell with Chewbacca, I wanna be that cat. So that has been my plight ever since I was a kid. 30 years later, I'm still a day player. Thanks a lot, Ponovic! Thank you so much. We'll see you later. Victor Lucas, I want to have your children. Okay. Anyway, that is it right there, folks. We can go ahead and wrap up on that note right there. Um, I got plugs out at the beginning. I don't need to do them at the beginning and the end. Rewind. You want to hear the plugs again. You guys know what's going on, but... uh, Once again, I really appreciate uh, everybody who's downloading this. I'll tell you the truth. The downloads for this show are kind of blowing me away. Um, I didn't think that uh, everybody was uh, 
going to be because I know we were gone for, I mean, I, this show was gone for a year and a half. And um, once again, I just really quickly want to give a quick thanks to everybody who's uh, downloading this show. I know the live listeners aren't great. Real quick thanks to Bobby Anthem hanging out the show. Love having him in here. Um, please go ahead uh, jump on Mixler. If you're not on Mixler, it is free. You do have to do a quick verification email. But uh, Mixler.com slash Hollywood dash Hangout. Please jump on here. Listen live. Uh, it's a great thing to do. Uh, we can interact. We can talk. But uh, the downloads for this show just on Anchor are uh, really great. I really appreciate it. Like I said, this show has gone for a year and a half. Um, and uh, I didn't know what was going to happen coming back i probably shouldn't have separated it i probably should have left the mixlers the way it was I'm still thinking about just kind of if i don't get a big following on this one starting i'm going to actually just go back and dump this one and go right back to uh the dirt sheet dudes and just have it on there i guess it was not, i don't know we'll see what happens i'm kind of thinking out loud at this point but um anyway i really appreciate everybody who's been listening to this show who gave it another chance and uh, it's very, very much appreciated. I am grateful for anyone who is listening whenever they listen, however they listen. And uh, like I said, next week, one way or another, I'll find out a way. I will do the Roadhouse movie with Patrick Swayze. Terry Funk is in that bad boy. And uh, Red West, who if you don't know who Red West is, I've got a, got some information on him that we can talk about. And uh, that is it right there, folks. Uh, just appreciate everything. Once again, I am David Richardson. This is Hollywood Hangout. See ya! My advice to you. Start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Calling this calls for the old Billy Barul. That's a huge bitch! The royal penis.